Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 973. We are all created equal. There is nobody that is more special than anyone else. We all have the same equipment that's born to us. The difference between the average life and a life of fulfillment is the choices that you make along the way. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest who's kind of just up the road from me, not too far, Steve Day. Hey, Steve, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am so ready. Let's get with it. All right. Steve Day owns and runs British Car Ranch in Wenatchee, Washington. He started his business in 2008 after retiring from a career with Napa Auto Parts. At British Car Ranch, he has fully immersed himself in the full-time restoration and repair of British cars. Steve also travels the Northwest to present technical clinics for British car clubs and enthusiast gatherings. He is a technical advisor for a national magazine and three Northwest regional British car clubs as well. His passion for British cars began way back in 1969 when he met his future wife in high school. She was driving a British car and today they celebrate 45 plus years of marriage plus playing with and working on British cars together. What a success and what fun. So Steve, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your business and of course, your passion for British automobiles. Well, thank you, Mark. That was a great intro. <laughs> You're um, welcome. If you could condense Steve Day into one word, I would have to say it'd be contribution. I want to touch other lives in some small way. Mm. Uh, the three things that shaped the person that I am today would be uh, my wife, Lori, the United States Marine Corps, and Tony Robbins. Oh, simplify. Lori is my soulmate. <laughs> And she gives me unconditional love and support and makes me want to be better every day. Mm, yeah. The Marine Corps, as you might expect, taught me the power of discipline and that I can do way more than I think I can, especially if I'm motivated. Yes. Then the Tony Robbins stuff kind of brought it all together for me and taught me how to find my gift inside of me and then showed me the tools that I'd need to bring that gift out and use it in life. Wow. Now, the result for all that is British Car Ranch. You know, this is an awesome, inspiring story. And first and foremost, uh, thank you for your service to our country. Simplify. my father-in-law. You're absolutely well. My father-in-law was a Marine for 33-plus years. Uh, marvelous man. Fantastic service to our country. And the fact that you've been married for so long is cool, too. I've been married for 33-plus years to a spectacular woman and uh, one who puts up with my passions for cars, so I appreciate that. But Tony Robbins, this is pretty interesting because I met Tony Robbins decades ago when I was coming. I was literally walking out of the ocean one morning with a surfboard under my hand after a Dawn Patrol surf session, and guess who was running down the beach? Tony Robbins. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I just listened to his first set of cassettes for those young folks out there. Cassettes are these silly little things that used to listen to music on <laughs> of personal power, which I'm sure you recall that whole series that he Certainly. produced. 
And he ended up being a client of mine for a while. I ended up doing some marketing for him. So uh, very impressive. And, of course, he's still a powerhouse today with what he does and has helped and touched so many lives. Well, as we continue on your journey, I'm going to ask you first for a success quote or a mantra. I think you're going to have something good for us, especially if you've been involved with Tony Robbins. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah, so Steve, take the wheel. Absolutely. There must be a dozen of them that Tony's given me over the years. And I think the one that that kind of pops its head up most frequently every day is it's not what happens to you. It's what you do about it that counts. Yeah. And to do that, you've got to ask a better question. Uh, I love that. So tell me one way you've incorporated that into your business and working on British cars. Well, an example for that would be uh, maybe I'm doing just a simple wheel bearing pack on a sports car, and that's a, a minimum time investment. Going along, I'll get them apart and clean it up, and I notice uh, that the spindle is cracked. Now, that's a real safety issue, and it will take four times the time and four times the money to fix that one. Mm. Well, that just tore apart the estimate and the time frame and the schedule, it might be easy to drift into a negative attitude of, why me? <laughs> How come this always happens when I can least afford it? Yeah. That sends you into a worse spiral of negative attitude. Mm. Yeah. Now, if you were to ask a better question like, how can I make this car safe and minimize the cost and the impact to the schedule? It's just a simple twist, but it takes your brain to a different place where you have better resources to answer the question and pull yourself out of the problem. Yeah. You know, I love this whole analogy, especially with car repair, because I'm dealing with that right now with my wife's car. It had a small oil leak, which it's never leaked oil in 12 years. We bought the car new 12 years ago. And I took it in, and the service rep called me at the end of the day and said, well, we found these two places it's leaking. And, you know, you kind of first go, oh, gosh, the cost, the expense, and so forth. But if you don't fix those little things, especially in cars, they become big things, right? Absolutely, they do. Yeah. So I kind of thought, well, I'm glad we caught this now while it's small before uh, we have a major oil leak and the engine grenades, and then things are going to get really expensive. So I love that. You've just described the change in attitude from the negative to the positive side, and yes. that makes everything work better. Yeah, it really does. And I love the last comment you made, ask better questions. I learned that from Tony Robbins way back when, when he was a client of mine, and I've shared it. And if you could ask both of my kids who are now grown adults and very successful in their careers, one of the things I always said to them, ask better questions whenever you're having a challenge with anybody, whether it's a teacher or a fellow friend or a student or a client, if you just keep asking better questions, you always end up in a better place, right? Every single time. Yeah, absolutely. This is cool. Well, Steve, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the many roads you've driven and talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you've faced. And as you learned with Tony and I learned with him and a lot of us learned with things that dealing with these challenges and twisting them around, like you said, ask better questions, become great learning experiences. So tell us about one of yours, walk us through it, and tell us what it taught you. I'm sure you uh, realize that uh, failure is the very best teacher because it stays with you. Yes. It stings, but it stays. Yeah. So uh, it was very early on in my full-time career, and there was a shy lady that 
came to me for some MGB service, and she had a very nice MGB. And our specialty is comprehensive assessment, so we did the assessment, and it indicated that she had a car that could use some brake, some suspension, and some steering work. And she approved all of those items on the list, and we dove in and started the work. As uh, is normal, more issues were discovered as we worked our way through it, and we presented her with the new issues, and she okayed those, and they had some more issues, and she okayed those when on we went. As we finished the project and uh, got to completion, we had a marvelous MGB. Oh, I thought it was a just a superior car. The problem was that during this process, she had fallen out of love with the car mm. because she had spent more money and time taking it to a higher level than her vision called for. Mm-hmm. So we had a problem. The car matched my vision. I had fulfilled my dream, not hers. She immediately sold the car and quit the British hobby. I was devastated and totally embarrassed. Matter of fact, I am still today. It's my most embarrassing moment. But thank goodness it taught me and it burned in my soul that the first question for every car, whether it's new or returning, is what is your vision and how can we attain it? Uh, the owner has to be in charge of the process and the outcome, not me. Yeah, what an awesome way to look at this and what a great perspective. From Because from the standpoint of someone like you or even someone like me, I always want things to be as good as they can possibly be. And yeah, I do care. Yes, indeed. I care about cost, but I do realize why she felt the way she did. Because sometimes you just start to say, this thing is beating my wallet up way too much. But the fact that you asked that question up front, I mean, that should be in every manual for how to run your shop in the planet, I think. Yes, I totally agree. And that's what's missing in so many different places and causes so much trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even with a, a daily driver, sometimes you take it in and if they just ask that question, you might say, you know what, I'm only going to keep this car another five months and then I'm trading it in. So why do I want to do all this work and all this money for something that might make it last five years when I only needed another five months? So let's just make it safe and not dump all this money into it that's going to make me really upset when I go to trade it in and if I've just spent all this money. So, ah. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's shift gears and talk about a career aha moment. Now, I know, and I mentioned in my intro, that you worked for Napa for a long time. You're in the Marine Corps for a while. Uh, but then you transitioned to your own business, your own British car repair business. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's a big pivot. So tell us about one of your career aha moments. Well, for 30 years, I had uh, been working towards having my own business. I knew very early that uh, that's where I needed to be. And as I went through those 30 years, I added the skills that I thought I would need, like uh, mechanical skills on how to fix, uh, business management skills on how to run, the actual physical shop that would be needed. How am I going to relate with the customers? I need human relations skills. I needed some exposure, so I joined all of the Northwest Car Clubs and became known through those. So I had the ingredients all set up, and the last thing to do was just say it out loud. So here at the ranch, we do a 
get-together every several years that's called Run to the Ranch, and we invite all of the Northwest car clubs, uh, the British car clubs, and they come and join us for a day in our shop. After I had delivered our uh, technical session information to them, I stood up and announced that British Car Ranch was now going full-time, and I would be available to serve them and their British babies. Now, I was hoping that I could get two or three appointments for that winter and uh, set it up, and, and my backup plan would be to restore my own MGB GT and fill the time with that mm-hmm. and make it to the spring, and then everything would be fine. Well, they surprised me. They got 17 long-term large project appointments oh my to get gosh. done by the next year. Oh, my it gosh. Was abs- <laughs> I was astounded. Yes. So, obviously, my aha moment was, I guess I chose the right situation and the right group of people. Wow. You know, here's a takeaway I get from this story, and I want to make sure that all the listeners out there heard what you said at the beginning. You spent 30, yeah, 30 years planning this. Now, a lot of people get frustrated after five weeks or five days or five minutes of planning something and it doesn't come true. My goodness. I mean, Steve, 30 years. This is incredible to me, but it's not surprising because that's what you have to do when you're planning ahead and when you're thinking ahead and putting all the pieces together. And, and today, so many people want things instantaneously. We're used to this. Instant gratification is that we want to be satisfied and successful overnight, the same day even, the same hour, 30 years. I mean, kudos to you for the planning here involved. That's my takeaway from this. You can do it in less than 30 years, but at the same time, I was enjoying what I was doing to fill the time. Ah, So that allowed me the comfort (laughs) to improve all of my skills at my time frame scale. Yeah, even better. Wow, what a great story. Wonderful. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and go back in time. Now, I know from getting some information from you before we talk that way back when you're in high school, when you met Lori, your soon-to-be wife, she was driving a British car. You were driving a Mustang, I believe. But I'd love for you to share what your first really special car was and maybe a story about that vehicle. Well, my first special car could have been the Mustang, but that was replaced after I went full-time, and uh, a customer came in and wanted their 62 Triumph TR3B restored. That's kind of a, a semi-rare car. Mm-hmm. And I said, certainly. Wait, I've done restorations before, but this was my first while I was full-time and uh, dedicated all the time to the business. And this car taught me how to do time and logistic managing while also having four other cars for smaller jobs and short-term work lined up at the same time. Everybody had to move forward. Everybody had to be happy. And that car really taught me that, that situation. So during that process, the owner became enamored with the chance to add upgrades while it's apart, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, We added rear disc brake conversion. We added rack and pinion steering. We added competition suspension. We wound up with almost every upgrade you could think of, even seat heaters, on this car. (laughs) Cool. So it became this milestone car that nobody had ever seen anything like it before. He uh, 
drives this car all over the country now and is just absolutely thrilled with it and singing praises all the way all over the country so that has to be my special car is that car that that uh, put it all together for me how fun what a cool car too wow that's really neat well, how about seller's remorse you know we all have this sad tear in our eye about cars we've owned that we've let go is there one in your life oh yes of course there is and I, I, I pine for it today. <laughs> it was uh, back in 1972 when I was still in South Carolina in the military, and uh, my wife and I had a, a, a Sprite as a car, and we thought we need a bigger car. We need to we need to expand a little bit. Well, that would be a 62 Austin Healey Tricarb BT7 had four seats in it. We bought that car, and we didn't even, at that time, I was still young in my career and my experience, and I didn't even realize how rare that car was, but it was. The problem was, it was not in very good condition, and I didn't have all the skills I needed or the shop space Mm -hmm. to be able to maintain it. Mm. So we sold it. I'm sorry to this day that it got away from me. It would be a uh, not only a high-dollar car, but a very interesting mark to have in the paddock yeah wow that is a rare one too amazing well let's move into happier times and talk about today and tomorrow and what has you really excited and fired up about your business this year the excitement on the horizon is is closer than i thought it was we're uh we've got a situation where my wife and i have always been working full-time so when we want to go to a car show and travel and have friends it has to be seven to eight days long is all Well, Lori retired just very recently, and my son came to work for me two years ago and is now capable of running the business. And just this week, we bought a motorhome that will go along with our enclosed car trailer. And our plan is to load up one of the cars, one of the British cars that we own, and head to the East Coast car shows and while we're away at those car shows, we're going to be doing technical sessions on the east side of the United States. Oh, wow. And one of the exciting things about that is that certainly I put on a general tech session that anyone is invited to, but the one that I really like the best is one that's called Ladies Ask the Experts. Mm. This session is only for ladies. No men are allowed. And in that session... The ladies get to relax and ask the car questions that no one has ever answered for them. Uh, Nice, nice. So that's what's what's coming up in our future, and uh, yes, we are excited about it. How exciting, taking the show on the road. I mean, this is so cool, and this is, of course, another great example of your mastery of planning because your son, uh, fortunate to have a family member come into the business, obviously he must like what he's doing. He's still there after a couple of years. He hasn't left. And the fact that that gives you the freedom to go out and extend your travel, extend your reach, but still help, which goes back to your very first comment when we started talking, helping others learn things and be inspired by things. Uh, man, you got life figured out here, Steve. <laughs> that is the drive. Yes. It's total fulfillment. Yeah, it's fantastic. Can't wait. Uh, now, are you active on Facebook? Will you be putting this out there so people can see about your travels and what you're doing? Well, I am a person of the previous generation, but since my son came on board, there's been nothing but dad, we need a Facebook presence. (laughs) Yes. 
So, yes, we do have a Facebook presence, and it's just uh, several weeks old, as a matter of fact, oh, wow. along with our webpage, which is also uh, stocked up and loaded with information. So, yes, we do have a presence. Well, the old adage, you can teach an old dog new tricks that you can't, but now you know you can, right? That's right. <laughs> well, cool. I would encourage you also to maybe delve into the world of Instagram because that's a really fun way to reach out and just show people little snippets of what you're doing, a uh, little bit. You don't have to write big stories or anything. It's not like a full-on blog where you feel like you have this burden. You just do a quick video with these wonderful little things called mobile phones and uh, let everybody know uh, what yeah. you're up to. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would encourage you to check in. I'd follow along. I'd love to see what you're up to. Uh, in your travels and uh, training across the country. Fantastic. I love it. Kudos to your son for pushing you into that venue. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Steve. If Steve Day was an automobile, what would he be and why? Well, you would expect that the answer to that would be some form of an automobile that would be sleek and sexy and fast (laughs) and rare but that's not how I see myself. I see myself as a fire truck. Oh, why a fire truck? Well, a fire truck is the right choice because it is loaded with equipment for a specialized job. Ah. It has everything it needs to do the job when it gets to the emergency. <laughs> it is dependable. It's not in the spotlight all the time, but when it does come out, there's nothing that people want to see more than a fire truck when they have an emergency. Yeah. So that's how I see myself as being able to respond to the crisis situation and solve the problem with all of the equipment that's loaded on board with me. One of the best answers to that question I've heard, Steve. I love it. <laughs> it's a funny Good. It's a funny question. It trips some people up, but you put some thought to this, so I really appreciate it. Nicely done, my friend, the fire truck. Well, Steve, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school, way back in 1975. But Covercraft has much more to offer than just vehicle covers. This time of year is very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Rain, snow, dirt. And mud gets into the carpet and the seats, grinding away and destroying the original materials. It's important to preserve and protect your special ride with Covercraft floor mats and seat covers. That's what I do. They offer a wide variety of styles, colors, and materials, all designed to fit like a glove. They're easy to install and provide for anchor points and airbags for safety and a perfect fit. Protecting your vehicle adds value when you go to sell it, too. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me, and your vehicle will thank you as well. That's Covercraft.com, and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. 
Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Steve, we're back, and we're entering the last lap. This is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask any of our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I think that has to be the statement of what do I need to learn to solve the problem that's in front of me right now? Ah, yes, absolutely. That's a great one, especially when it comes to car repair. I should have thought of, oh, that. Boy. Should have thought of that years ago when I delved into some things. I ran into big troubles trying to fix my cars. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Well, I'm, I'm going to touch back on one of our previous answers, and that is, what is the customer's vision? The, the, the drive, the unbridled bulldog I have every day is finding out what the customer's vision is for their car and then sticking with it. Ah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Now, how about a resource? There are lots of awesome resources these days. Is there one that you like that you could share? Well, there's one resource that's going to change your life if you use it, and that's TonyRobbins.com. Yeah. Uh, You can kind of investigate, stick your little toe in the water and read and look at that, and it's going to, if he's the real deal. You can believe anything that is in print or he is saying, because uh, after 12 years of working with him, uh, I have found him to be the most consistent person I've ever met. Yeah, absolutely. And as I mentioned, I mean, when I first started working with him, it had to be literally 30 years ago. I mean, it was a long time ago when he was just kind of starting out. And as I mentioned, had this series of personal power cassette tapes. I've read many of his books in the past. I've attended his firewalk sessions way back in the day where after three days, oh, good. Three days up at his uh, castle in Del Mar there, you walk through fire. I mean, uh, yeah, he is really somebody who is, like you say, the real deal. He walks his talk. He's a philanthropist. I just finished one of his new finance books, uh, shared it with my children uh, so that they could glean some ideas on how to plan for their future as well. So I would agree, Tony Robbins. Great, great person. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Oh, that's easy. The immediate answer is Norman Nock. Norman was a uh, born in England and went to work for Lucas when he was 15 and became the Lucas technical liaison for USA, landed in California, Was had a dealership for British cars, continued to uh, do that work. Uh, was at every single automotive show that went on for the uh, British cars. So I kind of hooked up with him and, and followed him like a little puppy. He was my mentor. He, That's who I wanted to be. Wow, very uh, cool. He's he's passed on, but uh, I would love to sit down with him. First time that name's come up, too, which is really, really cool. So I'm glad that you mentioned him and his history. Good. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading as well? 
Well, at the risk of being repetitive, yes, there is, and you, everybody should read it, and it's called Awaken the Giant Within. Mm, yeah. And you'll recognize that as one of Anthony Robbins' books, original yes. books that uh, can start your path. Yeah, absolutely. Great book. Well, I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources Steve's been so kind to share on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go there, type Steve Day into the search bar. His page will pop up with links to all these cool things, including that very inspirational book. I've got a copy of that as well. There's another place on the website called Guest Recommended Books, where guests have recommended over a thousand books. It's a wonderful resource for you to go to. And there's uh, quite a few Anthony Robbins books there as well. All right, Steve, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. Doesn't matter what it costs, doesn't matter where it is. I'm going to get it for you and I'm going to park it in your garage. So what's it going to be and why? Well, I'll tell you the answer to that, and it will surprise you, or maybe it won't. <laughs> I already own the most wonderful car I would ever want to, to have. It's not exotic. It's not rare. It's not uh, expensive, but it's my 1966 Austin Healey BJ8. I've had it for 46 years. I got it just after I met Lori. Uh, the whole family has restored it. The kids have all worked on it. It has been in our life the entire time, wow. and it holds tons of memories uh, from my adult life. It's my touchstone. I'll bet. Well, you know, I love it when my guests already have fulfilled that dream and they have the car of their dreams, not only because it doesn't cost me anything, but mostly because <laughs> you figured out the success to life. And when that one thing is to be happy with what you have and make the best of it. And this is something you've had, but 46 years you've had that car? Yes, indeed. Wow. What color is it? It is British Racing Green over Ivory. Of course. Of course. Oh, of course. fantastic. Ah, oh, beautiful car. I've always loved Austin Healy's for sure. Well, Steve, you've taken us on a great ride today, buddy. I knew you would, and I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yacht listeners and with me. Is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer us? before you drive off into the forest in that 66 Austin Ely BJ-8? Oh, I'd love to. Uh, that would be that we are all created equal. There is nobody that is more special than anyone else. We all have the same equipment that's born to us. The difference between the average life and a life of fulfillment is the choices that you make along the way. So if you're sitting on the sidelines and you're thinking you can't and you won't and you don't, change that attitude and and find something that turns you on and, and makes you stay up at night and follow that advance that develop it to its best ends you'll love the results uh you know i know who you've been hanging around with because uh, i recognize a lot of those thoughts from anthony robbins tony robbins and i would encourage our listeners if you feel like you can't figure out this wonderful bit of advice that steve has shared pick up an Anthony Robbins book, because he will help teach you the way. And it sounds a little bit like a Tony Robbins pitch here, but it is because he is very good at doing that and he can enlighten your life so that you can have a healthy and wonderful experience through life, just like anybody else is able to do. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about what you're doing, Steve? Well, Mark, my webpage is wwwbritish dash car-ranch.com 
And it has a huge amount of content from tech articles, restoration, photo journal, links to other resources for the British people, uh, more information about us and how our business model works for our clients and how we interface with people. On the contact page is the uh, link connection for our Facebook page, or they can look, uh, search Facebook, British Car Ranch on Facebook, and find it there. Awesome. Great. And it is a fantastic website, so I would encourage listeners to check it out. And you can find links to that website on Steve's show notes page on the Cars Yow website. Hey, Steve, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yow audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. It was a gas. It was fun. Cheers. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! A fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!